Hi, I'm Tom Nook. Oh my god, I'm KK Slider. I was looking at your pillow and I was like, I'm gonna be KK Slider. Seriously? <laughs> On theme. Seriously? Yes. And you're watching that. I mean, listening. I mean, <laughs> keep that in. Keep that in. And you're, and you're listening to the Bicons podcast. this show got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes? You know, I can believe that. You know what? Allow me to read the very first review for We Are Lady Parts. Wow, I hate ads. It's <laughs> crazy. I never asked for the ads. Can I have a review, please? Someone said, short, pithy, and outrageously funny. Full of smash, somebody said, full of smash cuts and rapid fire dialogue. The six episode series is subversive and confident and almost merrily rowdy in spirit. I did love the editing. It was rowdy. It was. I liked that. I liked it. it was a lot of just like... Tastefully rowdy. Yes, just like angry, pissed off women. I like seeing women with anger issues. I feel seen. Yeah. Like I never feel seen. Somebody said, just like any good punk song, We Are Lady Parts is short, intense, and unapologetic. Yeah. It is. It was funny. It was I damn funny. Good news. It is actually being renewed for season two. Really? Yes. Or it actually, it already was renewed. It was renewed like immediately after it aired in 2021. And, but we don't know when the release date is. Speculated this year though. So it actually is getting a second season and I'm really excited because I was like, I was like, I'm going to love this show and I'm not going to be able to get, you know, anymore. So it did so well. I have thoughts. Like I, did anything confuse you particularly about this show? One thing in particular confused yeah. me. I think we're thinking the same thing. Consistently, Syrah confused me. From the jump, Syrah is coded as a lesbian. Like, we saw her right off the bat and we're like, oh, she's the gay one in the mix. Literally. Just to find out that she's, like, been in, like, a semi-long-term relationship with a man named Abdullah. And even then, they made her look, like, pretty unhappy in the relationship and like didn't see it as a long lasting relationship when he brought up marriage so that gave me even more evidence to believe that perhaps she was a closeted lesbian she sat like she sat the way a straight person wouldn't sit no she she cut her hair the way a straight person wouldn't sit she dresses clothes the way a straight person wouldn't dress clothes and i cut for christ's sake and she literally only wears flannel shirts like it's this it's so stereotypically gay and i i want to know what they're doing why are you taking the stereotype and putting it on a straight person i just is that wrong i feel like she is queer i'm not saying she's like maybe she's not a lesbian but i think she is queer in some way shape or form and i feel like we just haven't gotten to it yet yeah i could i could believe that there was a point where like she was talking about amina to her boyfriend and he was like well i'm jealous of amina because clearly she's got you all hot and bothered And she was like, no, he, he. It's just the band. It's just because of the band. And I was like, not to judge, but I was judging. Yeah. I was like, are you sure? I don't know. The whole, like, with Syrah, I felt like it was, like, a litmus test for, like, my bias of, of, like, you know, I think, do I really think that only gay people can, like, wear certain clothes? And, like, what does a gay person actually look like? Like, maybe it was trying to, like, subvert our expectations or something. I don't know. But even her, like, I don't know, 
her personality and like the stuff she likes and like even with her relationship it's it she kept saying things like you want things i don't and like yeah just like little things like that was very confused <laughs> Like when she was telling him he wanted things that she didn't yeah. want. Yeah. He wanted to get married. Yeah. She didn't even want to get married to him. She doesn't want all of that. She's Kids. Like an outcast from her family. She's so coded as queer. I will not accept her being straight. I simply do not. Let's speculate <sighs> and reach into hypotheticals here because it's fun. What if they never do actually give her like any like what if she has all of the queer quote-unquote queer characteristics and she's coded as gay and of course of course there's the argument of like well what does that queer person look like yeah shut up (laughs) shut up we know queer people know yeah we know anyways moving right along (laughs) what if she just is a straight person like for the rest of the show then what i have i have considered that is that bad see i i don't know i don't know i want i like so want to say no because there's another queer person in the show so clearly they're not like purposely shying away from it and but it's like i feel like i still to this day like do not have a hard line of like what is queer baiting and what's not Mm -hmm. it's really like i also don't know if i would call any of it queer baiting queer baiting i don't fully understand same but what if it's just more simple than that what if you don't have to put a word on it what if it just rubs queer people the wrong way when you take a straight character and give them every single woman loving woman characteristic and quality that like is known within the community is any of that wrong and then write her as straight entirely the whole way through is that wrong at all i don't know i don't i don't want to say like it's wrong or not because it's obviously very subjective but for me it would definitely rub me the wrong way for me it would feel like i feel like when you put on the personality of like a queer person attribute like their qualities to you and then like like my culture is not your costume. Um, <laughs> I I feel like it kind of like cheapens the queer experience a little. I feel like is you know as far as we've come, I still think like there's ways that like queer people like dress and like things that they say to like hint to other people yeah within the community we see it and we recognize it so it does rub me the wrong way when like straight people and then they use your own like jargon and like stuff against you and they're like oh i didn't know gay people looked a certain way and like spoke a certain way yeah what are some of the things you're talking about when you say like speak a certain way are you talking about like slave slave boots the house down deceased (laughs) for example Um, (laughs) in a professional conversation (laughs) That's another issue in and of itself. But I feel like just, yeah, just, like, ways I feel like gay people communicate differently. And I don't know. When I or when I think of, like, examples with at least physical stuff off the top of my head, I think of this very specific TikToker dude who, like, made his whole platform off of being a straight guy that can, like, wear skirts and wear nail polish. Harry Styles. And, like, yes! Just kidding. Harry Styles isn't straight. Sorry. I'm 
he's you were saying you were saying but you were yeah, saying. like Sorry. he he made his entire platform off of like doing that and being like an effeminate his, his word like an effeminate <gasps> man i know this guy you're talking about yeah. the white guy with the nails yes. and he makes the worst content he makes the worst i fucking yes. hate him so much i think i blocked him is that guy yeah. still around yes and I, i'm kind of upset because he dates a girl that like i liked in the beginning and now she kind of acts like him <laughs> Oh my god. I wish I knew his name. It's probably wrong to call him out by name anyway. But anyways, you all yeah. know who we're talking about. I Everybody knows name. this guy. <laughs> so this guy emulates all kinds of things that he shouldn't be emulating. Yes. Thank you very much. <clears throat> it starts with it starts with the way he talks. Hmm. The way he acts. Yes. I feel like when you do that shit and like then you're like, but I'm straight. Yeah. You make it seem like it's so easy to be in public like that because you're straight and you're doing it and you're so brave. You right. make it easy when people literally get the shit beat out of them for doing it. Yeah. But not you. So it's fine. See, a straight person can do it and pull it off. What's even worse is that I feel like mm. he has that vibe of like, because he's boasting that he's yes. straight and doing it's almost like he sees the contradiction and he's like no but i am straight almost almost mm. to be like but i'm doing it better because i'm straight because and i'm safer doing it in public because i'm straight fuck you and everyone around him proves him right by giving him all of these you know all of these followers and like the people eat it up blue check mark like he gets more credit he gets credit yeah for stealing queer shit as a as a straight man and he gets credit and like people that are actually queer on the internet have to like beg for attention let like god forbid you're not white it's a thousand times worse and he just parades around in his black scent shooting his cute little tiktoks and you know in his car yeah fuck yeah. you fuck you asshole god. you're out there I don't even know your name. It's a long, uh, angry way to say <laughs> it would rub me the wrong way if Syra continued to be straight. Me too. I have to be honest. That guy's kind of like the pinnacle of this. It's like the hyper, yes. hyper end of this conversation, yeah. of this like argument debate. Very hyperbolic example, but like. I don't know what people really think about it, but yeah, it, it rubs me personally the wrong way too, even though I'm unsure if that's the right way to feel. Same. I also don't know. My opinion could change the more yeah. I watch the show. But as it stands, thinking about it. Wow, now I'm thinking about that guy, man. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate him. He, like, counts out, like, like what is it, $100 bills in his Blech. car. And he's like, this is all for my girl so she can get her nails man, did. And just, like, it's, mm, sorry. I can't. Sorry. I can't. What are you doing? What are you doing? Get out. Gay people hate you. <laughs> Gay people hate him. Click here now. <laughs> that was my biggest qualm with the show was Syrah's. I don't know, man, being coded as queer, but also canonically not being like being straight, yeah. being straight. And I guess, I guess, I guess technically, technically she's not confirmed straight either. I know. So but the fact that we were we're even yes. saying that is part of the yeah. yes, and it's like I don't know. I feel like also her being like an outcast from her family is like leaning towards that because 
you know, she's rebellious in all kinds of ways type shit. And like, I don't know. I do think she kind of liked Amina. I, feel I know like they had a couple moments where it was like a little very subtle moments, tension, you know, but yeah. But Amina is now straight. talking about Amina, Amina is straight. <laughs> I don't think Amina, she either doesn't know that she's, I I think she's straight. I mean, written as a character, a character being written on yeah. TV in six episodes of a show. I think she's very, very straight. Yeah. I think it would like if, if I could see her character in the future being queer, I think it would be somewhere along the lines of like, you know, up until this point, until she joined Lady Parts, she like really repressed herself and her main focus was like finding a husband and like settling down and having the things that all of her friends want. And like now that she's like in lady parts and she's embracing herself, maybe, maybe, maybe yeah, she'll explore her sexuality. I don't really necessarily think that's where it's going to go, but if it did happen, that's how I see it happening. I'm drinking coconut water. Courtney, what the fuck are you on? Oh, weed. Damn. No, you're right. <laughs> that was funny. That should have been a TikTok. That should have been a vine. Oh Rest in peace. Pour one out for. The whole discussion of music being haram and that girl's phone going off in the mosque and her ringtone being slipknot and then her saying she acted out of self-defense. This is a specific example, but they were all everything in this show. was way too way too real and i as somebody who grew up adjacent and within the muslim community both for a section of time practicing and for a section of time not practicing it was crazy to see a show really talk about it all and really show it all Mm -hmm. and this show reminded me of some of the reasons why i'm not a practicing Muslim for real, for real, for real. And in my opinion, (laughs) and my opinion is that of a non-practicing Brown Muslim woman who understands, (laughs) so hard to say who understands Islam, who owns the Quran, who's grown up with the Quran in her home, reading it. I'm just saying I don't think many of the things and I don't think parts of the show disrespected Islam. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it was trying to get us to think about the culture. And that's something I don't know if you've ever heard. Um, um, white bestie. Have, I don't know if you've <laughs> ever heard, but like people, brown people like or Muslim people always talk about the difference between like the religion and the culture. Yeah. They always talk about like, Oh, well, all those people who say that, like, women have to do X, Y, Z, 
for their husbands just for the sake of their husbands. Well, that's just the culture. That's not the book. Or somebody might say vice versa. And it's always, it's like a constant back and forth in the Muslim community. It's almost like every time something like a social justice warrior might have something to say about or something that is blatantly anti-feminist comes out or is said or is discussed. I feel like a lot of the time people write it off as like, well, that's the culture. That's how people make it. Yeah. That's not what the book says. And this show really made us look at the culture. Yeah. And it's almost like this girl, Amina, she couldn't escape the culture. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like to say that the religion and the culture are so separate, so separate. It's like it doesn't matter that much. We live in the culture. Like Amina said it herself, like she she feels like she has to live up to what's expected of her. Because she lives in the society and she does care about what people say. Sometimes your whole family's at risk if you don't abide by these cultural rules, right? Like Syra was outcast by her whole family for being in a for being in a band, for listening to weird music, for That's playing weird music. Because Amina's family also kind of is like the ones that are encouraging her. Right. Like they're more progressive. And it's like she's actually being, you know, quote unquote held back by her friends and not you know her parents it's kind of like her friends are like on this different they put it like a different path and they want to put her on the right path and like yeah yeah, it's it sounds like it's like a path of godliness right the article written by zoina um was a good vehicle for like bringing up the like the conversation that was being had around that because Zarina talked to these five women that are practicing Muslims and like and do love their religion. Yeah. And then twisted their words mm-hmm. and said that because they are participating in a band a and punk because band. their lyrics sometimes speak against their culture or like say they hate men and like stuff like that. Yeah. She twisted all of the words into them hating being Muslim when they in fact are quite the opposite. And like, I don't know. I, yeah, they resented that because they like, they love Islam. I think it was, um, or like how Zarina quoted her when she said, like, she tried to say that Bisma said, fuck traditional Mm -hmm. Muslim values. When in reality, she said that like, her entire reality doesn't involve isn't doesn't revolve around sorry and she said fuck the gender roles yes she but this fuck muslim values yeah. yeah pretty bad i hate it that zarina i get it was a good it was good writing i just like hate it it's so hard for the discourse to happen when yeah. people are being twisted their words are always twisted and then she, like, had the nerve to be like, well, I didn't out you, Aisha, so... <gasps> so what are you so mad about? Are you mad at me? I didn't, I didn't tell the world about our relationship. And it's like, you had so much less to lose than Aisha. And, like, you used it to, like, hold over her head. You used her, That's terrible. Uh-huh. Period. She turns around and she's like, well, I didn't, um out you as queer to an entire news publication why are you mad at me so oh you want a cookie because you didn't do a terrible terrible thing okay she was like i could have 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could. You always have the opportunity to be a horrible, horrible person. And you still ended up being a horrible, <laughs> horrible person for, like, many other reasons. She wanted a prize. She wanted a prize for not being a horrible person. I feel like Aisha didn't even really, like... I mean, we saw so little of the relationship. Like, so little. It barely existed. But Aisha seemed, like, so like smitten and she she was like nervous and like her entire like chill cracked as soon as she was interested in Serena just for like her to be using her the entire time for the article which is really shitty yeah overall I think like the relationships in the show are like were so solid and I liked how they developed over time I like how lady parts like brought the best out of each other yeah how they brought amina out of her shell and like actually cared about her beyond just being like the guitar player they needed yeah they like helped her get over her stage fright and like cared about actually making her comfortable it was like a real sisterhood like that friend group compared to her other friend group one actually helped like her grow as a person yeah you know? Without being judgy. Yeah, and the other one completely, like, judged her every single move. And then said they wanted to help her grow as a person. But really, they were just keeping her the way she yeah. always was and didn't want to help her get better or comfortable. What did Nora say, like, let's, like, let's get you back to you or something like that? Like, yeah. something like, oh, this was just a phase. Let's Let's get you back on track. And then proceeded to set her up with the most horrible men she could possibly find yeah didn't even care that her friend was like really unhappy with the whole situation she just like wanted her it's like she was only concerned about like amina's image and not like her actual well-being yeah and notice that she like told her band friend group about asan not liking her first aside like and didn't tell her yeah. first friend group. Yeah. She first. Was, she just felt judged by them. She was, like, so afraid. Yeah, she, like, yeah, she didn't tell them right away because she knew they were going to, like, I don't know, judge her or make her feel like it was partially her fault or something. Or, like, em- not even try and comfort her or see her, but instead just try and set her up with another guy as quickly as possible. Like, that's not... Yeah. That's not a very human approach. It was almost like they wanted to keep her, like... As unconfident as possible mm-hmm. and like in a box. Yeah. Just for like, I don't, there was like a few moments where I thought Nora was okay. Like when she found out that Asan didn't like, didn't like Amina, she like immediately hated him. And that's such like a girl code thing to do. Yeah. You know, like that. I loved her for that. Yeah. And the like, way she like told him off. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, maybe she is a good friend. And then just like everything else just was so icky and like was really like i feel like selfish of her and i feel like when like all of her friends around it was like they were always ganging up on her about something you know like they they were always so pushy i feel like that's why she couldn't tell them anything because they just like jumped to conclusions yeah like when it came to a song anyway they just like kept jumping to like all of these conclusions and like yeah she got she was like forced and she was like cornered almost i felt like 
Yeah. I mean, they told her that she couldn't even, like, be herself if she wanted to get a good guy. Yeah. I don't know. They're probably, there's, they were still a good friend group in other ways. Yeah. But I feel like you could easily see she was more comfortable with the band yeah. friend group that she made more recently. And, like, lo and behold, she gets this more supportive friend group. She has, an, a, like, a creative outlet, and she's, like, doing the thing that she loves. And then Asan actually likes her. Right. Because she uh, right. Because she's acting like herself. She's finally doing something that she likes and, like, yeah. applying herself to something creative. Yeah. That would otherwise have been called haram by her friends. And when they played We Are the Champions at the end... <laughs> It was perfect. And then she like threw up and everybody kind of saw her, but she didn't yeah. care at that yeah. point because she was a goddamn rock star. Yeah. I, I, <sighs> I love a good happy ending when they all come back together and they're, they're Sparta. lovey again. Yeah. I fucking love that shit. I'm glad that like. It was perfect. I feel, I feel like they held their characters like accountable, which is really nice. And I feel like even when they had reactions that I didn't necessarily like it was like still true to like the characters it made sense it was good writing it was funny i like the editing like the random like <laughs> the random cuts to like her being in the game show or when she's like <clears throat> rocking out in her closet or like when she sang creep in the fucking school with the, the tears university. in her eyes yeah. yes oh! it was like artistic too I loved that yeah yeah, the characters were really well written. Sire was like perfectly well written. Yeah. She wasn't like overdone being angry or isolated. Oh my god. And Amina was like so relatable. I love. Yeah. She was funny. So good. Painfully awkward wears a tweed shirt. <laughs> I like that they weren't like stereotypes or caricatures or like. Or sorry, I should say they weren't archetypes, like standard archetypes. Uh -huh. I feel like, yes, Syrah was like kind of the angry one, but she, we saw the side of her that like loved her friends and loved her and missed her family and like her um, connecting with her dead sister and like learning from her mistakes and like stuff like that. And I feel like all of them sort of had, not all of them, but. Most of them had, like, this sort of arc, at least, over the season. Yeah. I loved it. Everybody grew up in, like, a small way by the yeah. end. Another reason I loved it so much is that, like, they're our age. Like, I love teen shows, don't get me wrong, but sometimes I get really <laughs> tired of, like, talking about teenagers. Because I feel like the... Like, yeah. me being able to relate to them, it has a line. Because, like, they're making decisions like teenagers would and not like an adult would. Yes. And sometimes that, like, gets in the way for me. So I really liked that, like, it was adult relationships and adult decisions and, like, lives. Adult relationships to their parents? Yes. On TV? Yes. yes. You're so right. I loved it, too. Yeah. They were all, like, exactly our age. Yeah. That's unheard of it is why can't relate to anybody on euphoria no euphoria is an anomaly yes it is <laughs> it is. Or is something else in its own league yeah but yeah agreed 
Like, there's only so many times I can watch something and think about when I was gay as a kid. Like, sometimes I want to think about me being gay now. Yeah, and how that affects, like, yeah, everything. So, I really appreciated that. It's, like, really hard to come by. It's also, like, sometimes I feel like it's older gay people, too, now. Almost as much as, like, teenagers. There's, like, never anyone our age. But anyway. Yeah. I'm just really excited that we're getting a second season. I know. That's all I'm thinking. I just want to know when. I feel like it's going to be this year. It came out in 2021. How much time do you need to make eight episodes? Sorry, six episodes. Six. Just six episodes. And they're only a half hour long. It's going to be good. So if you can, you can binge it in literally a day. That's what we did. It's on Peacock. The writing on this show is so good. It's so conversational and natural. Thank you for listening to the Vicons Podcast. Music by DaVinci underscore Beats. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, subscribe, and share. It helps us a lot. To keep up with new episodes, you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Vicons Podcast and Twitter at Vicons Pod. See you next time.